Hello, you're listening to the Terralex Podcast, where we break down current issues and trends in the legal industry. Join us as we gain valuable insights from our member law firms across the world, as well as from the in-house counsel community and experienced professionals in their field. Hi, I'm Jeff Neely from Hush Blackwell in Washington, D.C. I'm a partner in the International Trade Group at Hush Blackwell. Today, I want to spend a few minutes uh, discussing how some U.S. companies are addressing the new U.S. challenges in international trade when they're, that they're faced with, and the, the, particularly the challenges from unfairly low-priced or subsidized imports. As we all know, the U.S. economy has generally been doing well, but we also have seen certain U.S. manufacturers suffering from increased tariffs on their imports, or from aggressive foreign competition that is putting severe pressure on the profits. Often these challenges affect some products much more than others. The anti-dumping law, which addresses unfairly low prices, and the countervailing duty law, which addresses foreign government subsidies, can sometimes be used to address these competition issues. The remedies that these laws provide are additional duties on the unfairly traded imports. Such duties can be significant, often in the 20% and more range. These unfair trade laws are separate and distinct from another law that President Trump has used to impose 25% duties on China. The anti-dumping and countervailing duty tariffs generally last for at least 10 years. And the additional thing about these duties is that they have been around for almost 100 years, and it is unlikely that these laws are going to be changed due to any change in the political situation in the United States. Dumping and countervailing duties are heard by two U.S. federal agencies, each of which has a distinct role. The Department of Commerce makes a determination on the level of the alleged unfairness and and assigns a percentage duty to offset that unfairness, such as 10%, 20%, 28%, whatever the case may be. The International Trade Commission, which is a separate agency, has a separate function. And its function is to determine whether those imports are injuring the US industry. In order for a dumping or countervailing duty rates to go into effect on a permanent basis, both agencies must find in the affirmative. In other words, a U.S. producer needs to show both an unfair act and injury to the U.S. industry from the imports. The first step in filing a case is to prepare a petition to file with both of these agencies. When we analyze the situation of a U.S. company to see if and anti-dumping and countervailing duties provisions would be helpful for the company, we approach the issue step-by-step, both for cost reasons and uh, because it's just logical to do so. And we do so by first discussing who the U.S. producers are uh, of the product that we're talking about, and generally if they would be supportive of bringing a case. A case has to be brought on behalf of a U.S. industry having Uh, being supported by at least 50% of U.S. production. Uh, It doesn't mean that each one of those companies needs to contribute to the finances of that particular case, but 
getting that level of support is critical. If that threshold seems likely to be met, then we will go to the next step and look at the two main elements in detail. Generally, what we find is the costs for doing this initial analysis are fairly modest, and the time period for doing the assessment is usually a month or two. Of course, if we move on to actually thinking about filing a petition, preparing a petition, then the situation could become more complex. But the initial uh, approach is really not terribly complicated. In preparing the case, uh, from the outset, really, we find that the company's regular corporate counsel can play a very substantial role since regular counsel knows the company well, uh, understands the th strengths and weaknesses of the industry of the injury allegation uh, regarding the U.S. industry. The preliminary relief in the, is in the form of the increased duties, as I mentioned. And it usually occurs about three to five months after the filing of the case. And uh, the dates are statutory, so they're adhere adhered to quite strictly. Uh, while even three to five months could be uh, seem to be a long time for some companies, as many of us know, that is far faster than cases that would be filed in a federal or in a state court. Subsidies to foreign companies come in many forms. There can be subsidized loans, subsidized land, export incentives, or government grants. There's, there's many forms that this, come in, this comes in. But even if there are not subsidies, there still can be unfairly low prices on the part of foreign companies that lead to additional duties, and that is the dumping part of the case. In fact, these unfairly low prices are a more common complaint than are the subsidies. While the calculation of the percentage of unfair pricing for a dumping case is fairly complex, experienced counsel is often able to analyze the data and is able to find, um, get a meaningful relief from the government. As an example, a client of ours, which is a fairly small manufacturing company in Wisconsin, recently was able to obtain dumping duties on 26% against one country's imports and 32% against another country. These additional duties were critical in allowing the U.S. company to return to adequate profitability. Cooperation with other Terrellex firms enables experienced dumping and countervailing duty counsel to work with those regular outside counsel to assist U.S. companies facing these challenges from unfair competition. And we're glad to discuss the options for companies in detail if you have clients that may benefit from this discussion.